Hey, uh, what's up? What's happening? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. My goddamn neighbors upstairs. It's like, it's like they have like a, a like a herd of elephants up. Can you hear that? I, I hope you can. I'm, I'm about to go say, you know what? All right. Oh, let's center ourselves again. Once again, I have to do this once a day. Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang. Wouldn't be an episode of Stone Sports without a Wu-Tang reference. I know that's right. So today's show, um, is, there's a lot of talk about a lot of different kinds of sports. Jesus. Fuck, I fucked that up, didn't I? Come on, get it together, Birdie. Great hosting. All right. We talk about sports today. Like we do. Oh, my God. We talk about sports. We finally get to the great Jersey debate, uh, which wasn't as contentious as I thought it was going to be. Um, at least it wasn't between Meech and Dubs. I figured they would go at each other's throats like they normally do. But it was actually a little bit contentious between me and Double. But don't worry. We're still buds. And uh, don't worry. We will get back to our regularly scheduled programming of Meech and Double being at each other's throats. And me in the middle of it like, hey, guys, can't we just get along and be friends? We, uh, we had some more audio issues this week, unfortunately, with our recording program. So it's a little loud, so you may not want to, you know, blow out your speakers. Just a warning. Did the best I could, but uh, we shouldn't have any other audio issues going forward. You know, apart from the occasional, you know, mic dropping out or meet your double signing like a robot or even myself sometimes. You know, we're doing the best we can in the age of COVID. We can't all be in the same room, obviously. So we appreciate your patience with that. And uh, you know what? That's that's enough blabbering for me. Let's start the show. <laughs> All right. And welcome to this Sunday's episode of Stone Sports. I am your host, Bert Spacklin. I have with me, as always, my co-host, Double. Say what up, Dubs. Trotsbultsia. Again, with the Russian. And every, every episode, apparently, man. <laughs> it's Trotsbultsia on Sunday recordings, and what the fuck is up on Wednesdays. Okay, I, I got you. That makes sense. I like that you have a system. And my other co-host, Meech. Say what up, Meech. What up? All right, boys. So, um... There's a lot to talk about today. A lot of stuff has happened in the NBA in the past couple of days since I talked to you. So uh, let's let's start there. The Lakers have been making some moves from what I can see. What's been going on with the Lakers, Meech, since you're uh, out California way? Uh, well, they signed Wes, Wesley Matthews. Um, it looks like they just traded away JaVale McGee. That's probably to uh, make some cap space for Marcus Gasol. Um, so they've, they've done, and then of course they trade for Schroeder, which we covered last week, but they've been, they've been putting the pieces together on this team. Tis the season boys. Woj bombs are flying. Uh, the Lakers have been very active. Like you said, they picked up Montrez Harrell from the Clippers who I saw a report that him and Kawhi weren't seeing eye to eye, which is why Harrell hit free agency because he won ah. six man of the year last year and was integral in their run. But, uh, another couple big re-signings, Van Vliet re-signed with, Toronto. A lot of people thought he was going to chase a max extension from the Knicks. I don't think that offer ever came. Uh, Donovan Mitchell resigned today, max extension for Utah. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, max extension in Sacramento. And my guy, Jason Tatum, a max extension from the Celtics. Uh, two max extensions to keep an eye out for are Brandon Ingram from the Pelicans. And I had the other one here. Uh, Bam Adebayo for the Heat because he. 
I mean, he proved in the playoffs how much of an important piece of that team he was. He drove them to the finals, and Jimmy Butler took over from there. Yeah, they re-signed uh, Gordon, Gordon Dragic. The Dragon. Well. Try saying that name five times. <laughs> Try Dragic. it real quick. Do it, do it. Go. Gordon Dragic, Gordon Dragic, Gordon Dragic, Gordon Dragic, Gordon Dragic. All right, now do it without the accent because I feel like that's cheating. Okay, no. Okay, no. <laughs> he just went okay no <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty uh -huh. good one more piece on the lakers before yeah. we move on from them dwight howard tweeted out that he re-signed a one-year extension with the lakers yeah the lakers sure then went and got montrez harrell yeah bro dwight howard deleted the tweet and said and signed with philly one hour later. bro the way i found out about it was so fucking funny too like one of my homies that i used to work with his name's kasheen shout out to kasheen he i just was like scrolling through my feed and i just saw a, po a post from him that said Fuck you, Howard. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I just like Googled it real quick, and I was like, oh, shit, bro. That's fucking Yeah, that's hilarious. not the first time he's won over the hearts of the uh, LA fans there. Lakerland. <laughs> <laughs> Previous history with a beef with Kobe Bryant led to him leaving. And uh, so, yeah, I just thought, oh, man, he can't buy a break with these Laker fans. He is – he won the championship. <laughs> Obviously, he didn't, but, you know. He's right. part of a championship winning team there and still just finds a way to just piss Lakers fans off. Right, right. Well, I've uh, got some baggage to unpack with the Celtics. Oh, yeah, yeah. You seem like you it was wrapping up that way last week when we were talking about – or on Wednesday when we were talking about the draft. So uh, let's yeah, the draft, uh, unload the I've, baggage. The draft I've kind of come back on a little bit. I was a little upset that night. but Okay, but all right. I'm coming around to those picks. I'm okay with that. Okay, so what's My the baggage issue, then? Fucking Gordon Hayward. That situation was so mishandled. They had an offer on the table from the Pacers that was reported from numerous reliable sources that it was Miles Turner and Doug McDermott for Gordon Hayward straight up sign and trade. Then the Celtics wanted more. They wanted either Turner and TJ Warren or just Victor Oladipo, which the Pacers were like, ah, go fuck yourselves. Gordon Hayward the next day then signs with Charlotte for... 30 mil a year over four years, 120, and everything's off the table. Nobody right. thought Hayward was going to get that money from Charlotte, and once they did, everything fell through, but the Celtics should have taken the offer when they had the chance. They needed a big yeah. man, which obviously they went out and signed Tristan Thompson the next day because they didn't fucking get Miles Turner, but the offer was in front of them. Danny Ainge tried for more. It didn't work out. It backfired hard. So they essentially... he walk they let him walk away essentially Basically. is what when happened. they could have got when they could have gotten something for their asset right yeah that's and turner is oh. a need like we could have oh. filled a need that hurts dude that's happened to me a few times in my ranger fandom and it is like it's the fucking worst feeling dude but that's what i'm saying that's what i kind of started saying last week i feel like danny ainge has just fallen from grace this guy i mean <clears throat> You got to make that trade. Like, you got to make that trade to get something out of it. Yeah, you got to get something back. For sure. I agree with you. Like, and Celtics Twitter was he pissed. overvalued his hand like he has in the past, and they didn't get anything done. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. Any other NBA news that I should be aware of? I, I would have been up to date, but um, see, I did this thing that I do every time I eat pizza where, like, I, I put a pizza in the oven, and then it comes out, and I'm like, 
all right, don't be a fat fuck. Just wait for it to cool. And then I don't, and I eat it, and I burn the shit out of the roof, of my, the my roof mouth. of your mouth. And, like, it's so burned right now. Like, the inside of my mouth is, like, raw. So I've, I'm, I haven't, I mean, I just haven't done anything. It's been a tough couple days for me, guys. So has anything else happened in the NBA? <laughs> Atlanta's fucking tool, uh, retooling up to yeah. fucking be a contender in the Atlanta's East. Atlanta's retooled. Portland is retooled. The Bucks are retooling. Like, there's a lot of contenders making moves. Uh, Portland, I think, has strengthened themselves the most. Their worst part of their roster last year is their bench, and they re-signed Mello, got Robert Covington. They traded for Ennis Cantor from the Celtics. They re-signed Rodney Hood signed Derek Jones Jr. from the Miami Heat, who's played incredibly well in the bubble. And they got Henry Giles, who's former number one overall recruit to Duke, former first-round pick, and he just hasn't really worked out anywhere he's gone. But I like the moves Portland has made. And one more bit of news on the NBA front um, from Shams. NBA and NBA Players Association have agreed that players who elect not to play in the 2020-2021 season due to COVID must notify team and league of election to do so by December 1st. So wow. weeks before this season. And, and double more. on the great transition, because my next question was going to be like, has there been any word on, on you know, have they reached an agreement or anything? I don't they know. I haven't been go. paying attention. So they that's interesting. Go. The NHL has, re- has leaked no news. So, you know, that's fucking par for the course, as we've spoken about before. Anything else uh, about basketball that we need to speak about? No, I'm good. No. Nah word up so let's uh let's move to the recap the old football recap um and we are gonna get to the jersey war at the end of the show so stay tuned for that um but uh the first game on the uh, recap list here is uh the uh cardinals seahawks game so uh why don't you uh yeah, that was Thursday night, right? I, yeah. Dude, we I, fed before we started. We were like, that feels like fucking ages ago. Yeah, dude, it really fucking does. And I love that, like, I was, like, sort of, like, passively watching the game. And then I looked down at, at my phone, and I don't know if it was you, Double, or if it was Meech, but somebody texted, it is it just me, or do the helmets make their fucking heads look massive, dude? And the first thing I thought about was, like, I don't know if some people will even be old enough to remember this, but Meech definitely... You remember when you used to play Goldeneye and there was the DK mode with like the giant ass heads? Everyone had the giant ass heads. Do you yes. <laughs> That's what they I look like in those helmets, dude. That's what they it look like. Come to me at that time, but I was just like, what is the game where you used to have giant heads <laughs> and tiny bodies? And I forgot about it until now you're bringing it up right yeah. now. Like, totally, dude. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is up with Kyler's? body and head like it, that yeah, helmet dude. made his head look like a goddamn he's already like five nine and you had that giant helmet on the dude looks like he's five foot three with a fucking like dome on his head yeah and like the black is, is slimming so the jerseys like made him look tiny and then the white helmet was just fucking giant yeah know? and i i immediately walk into my roommate sked's room and i'm like yo sked like do you think this is the case and he goes oh yeah for sure dude they look fucking massive in those uniforms <laughs> but anyway let's let's get to the game dude let's get to the yeah, game seattle so. pulled out a win 28 21 to take sole possession of the nfc west at seven and three arizona falls to six and four and i really think the difference in that game was the arizona couldn't get the run going kyle right. murray has is the only quarterback over in double digits for rushing touchdowns uh, Lamar Jackson didn't even do that last year and he had five carries for 15 rushing yards and as a team they only had 57 
Wow. Seattle's defense just kept them in check, and their their uh, front seven were getting in the backfield a lot and putting pressure on Kyler, which led to bad throws. Yeah, I was gonna say um, the the Seattle defense just got after them, and it seemed like you know they were constantly making the first move before Kyler was. Um, also, it looks like they hurt him a little bit because he, he was grimacing on the side. He was constantly warming up, tweaking with his his shoulder. So he just kind of looked out of sorts too. And and I think that um <clears throat> that they uh, the way they attacked him, the way they they went after him, really just right. changed the whole feel of that game. Because I, I really thought they were gonna come out and just unleash the ball, and he just didn't. Yeah, I totally agree with you with that. Even like the Seattle offense didn't even look that imposing wilson was 23 for 28 which is a phenomenal completion percentage but he was still under 200 yards uh metcalf had three catches for 46 he did have a touchdown but that's only five catches in the last two weeks since we called him the best receiver did we uh we fucked that up i don't i don't know if we fucked that up i I don't know if we fucked that has also been re-emerging because he he took a couple weeks off and that did coincide with a couple big weeks but you know, I I definitely think he's still he's still good. I I just think that he has not been the focus of that offense the last few times. Yeah, and it's only and like his second year in the league, right? Yeah, I mean he's still he's still one of the best receivers in the league. I mean I I, I threw it out when we talked about it, but there's like five. You know, Adams, Stefan Diggs, Hopkins, Thomas when he's not punching teammates. <laughs> yeah, he has <laughs> not been a factor this year. But yeah, Thomas normally it's like we talked that there's like a stable of guys and they can all be kind of considered the best. Oh yeah. I mean I'm not I'm not saying that like you know, it being his second year in the league means he's not the best. I'm saying like if it's his second year in the league, like you know tons it, of room for improvement. Yeah, exactly. And like you can kind of expect some kind of like up and down a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it might be cause for concern, sure. I'm not gonna say it's not, but you know, at the same time when you have a player who's not, let's call it a seasoned vet, even though I know that timeline is different in football, you can kind of expect a little bit of up and down here and there. As long as they get out of the slump, like I think, you know, it's to be expected. That's that's my opinion at least. You wanna talk about a slump? Yeah, let's talk the about Jaguars have lost nine straight. <laughs> Granted, they ran into a fucking brick wall on the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are still undefeated. But the the Jags look fucking terrible. Luton is not he's, he's not even as good as Minshew. Sixteen for thirty seven, one hundred fifty one yards, and four ints today. The Steelers had two players with two. Minka Fitzpatrick, who's phenomenal, best safety in the game right now, and Edmonds. Uh, Terrell, I think one of them. There's so many now, and the Steelers just fucking dominated this game. But we've been so they're ten and zero now. They're ten and zero now. Jesus Christ! What the fuck? They. It's a common theme that I've been seeing though. They start the game like really close. Like that Mm -hmm. game was three to three with like five minutes left in the first half. Right, and then they end up winning what twenty seven to three or some shit like that yeah so what we think they're a second half team right and that was the same thing with the cowboys remember we're in the Bengals. you're like oh this game's interesting yeah oh this like this game's close and then it just turns into a fucking bloodbath yeah for sure for sure for sure all right well uh next game on the unless meach has anything you'd like to say about that game i'm sorry i I talked for a year on that one (laughs) it's just it was one of the few we actually got correct this weekend i mean i think it was a no-brainer but i mean i 
I don't want to call us out, but I'm going to call us out. It was one of the few yeah. we actually got correct this week. But as predicted, the Steelers looked great. I mean, and like we said, the defense has not been in question, and that was definitely the strength of the team today for sure. My picks were dog shit this week, just like the fucking Lions. <laughs> yeah, and, and I really didn't even have that many takeaways from the game. I was thinking, is Matt Patricia gone after this game? Because there's no way he should have lost that game. Yeah, I mean, the – they had a backup quarterback in. He threw two picks. They like they gave them a chance in the first half, and they did nothing with it, and they just coasted in the second half. Yeah, uh, they Stafford didn't have was... CMC either. So, I mean, no. it's not like they didn't have their starting and... running back either. And it's just like they came out flat and never really got going, never really got filled up with it. And Eric. Mike you Davis didn't analogy. even fill McCaffrey's shoes as well as he had in the last few weeks. Like, he was 19 for 64. Um on the other side, Detroit, Stafford, 18 for 33, 178 yards, no touchdowns. And as a team, they had 17 carries for 40 yards. Yeah, well, they did Yeesh. have uh, they did have their running back out as well. So there is that, that their main guy, I can't think of his name right uh, now. DeAndre Swift was. There we go. There yeah. we go. Yeah, Swift was out for them as well. But they still have AP. They still have some runners there to get some yards on the ground. Cost me in fantasy this week. Protect your fucking head, Swift. <laughs> the new Wu Tang single, Protect Your Head. Protect your head. <laughs> okay, all right. Moving on, we got uh, New England and Houston. So, uh, Double, why don't you uh, let us know how that game went? Because I, I, didn't, I didn't pay attention. We, we lost. Oh, no way! Oh, shit! Yeah. Oh man, condolences. I'm so sorry. I'm so 27 sorry. 27 to 20. Houston won. Um, the Patriots are going to need to win out if they want any chance at the playoffs, and I'm not super confident that that can happen. Um, Cam Newton did look good today. He was 26 of 40 for a touchdown and was going through his reads really well. He found Damier Bird, who had a breakout performance with six catches and 132. Uh, that's who he connected with on the touchdown. Uh, talk about more good things. Deshaun Watson, 28 for 37, 344, two touchdowns. Also a touchdown on the ground where he just ran over like three defenders. Well, and he almost had another running touchdown that got called yeah. back for a holding call. So yep. he just looked amazing today. There were so many holding calls in that game that didn't get called, but whatever. Texans had Shocker. three receivers Patriots 80 fan. plus yards. Fucking Cooks. Jordan Akins, who I had never heard of, and he was just torching us all fucking game. Uh, oh, I mean, you, you should, he's relevant in fantasy. Come on. You have never heard of I have of Darren Waller. I don't need a goddamn tight end. Fuck off. I'm just saying. He's a name. He's, he pops off every once in a while. Either way. Your mom pops Fuck off it. every once in a while. Hey! Jeez. Sorry. Damian Harris wow. has been the bright spot for the Patriots run game. I said that last week and said we were just going to pound the ball all game. Didn't do that. He only had 11 carries. He was productive. He's averaging four yards per carry he had a touchdown but we didn't give him the fucking ball after the second quarter he didn't have another carry until the fourth good i was Lord. gonna say they came out running and it looked yeah. good they looked yep. to be in command of the game i don't know why they we just stopped. stopped i don't know how many times i tweeted today about the fucking run game i was like can we just run the ball and we wouldn't fucking do it i, don't <laughs> I would know why. i would love 
for double to be like one of the like post game press conference journalists, like one of the beat writers. Dude, <laughs> we should not have lost this game. We had more yards, more first downs, more time of possession, more sacks, less punts, and we lost by a fucking touchdown. I would just love yeah. to see you just like giving it to the coach, just like stand up and be like, I have a question. Why the fuck didn't we run the ball? I would give it to Bill. I wouldn't give it to Bill. I'd give it to McDaniels, that fucking motherfucker. <laughs> All we do is run dives on third and fucking long, and he just doesn't run the ball when we need to. It drives me insane. Double. I could Double. tell. That's your future coach. Fuck you. <laughs> it's Steve Belichick. He's going to be great. Uh, all right all right this is becoming a hate oh, circle yeah but on that note one more thing on the patriots i saw sure. a stat today while we were playing 26 straight red zone drives from opponents have resulted in touchdowns against or not touchdowns but points against the patriots yeah they i mean their defense definitely looks hobbled i mean last year i think it was one of the best in the league this year it's not and, and I mean, we have a lot of people out but yeah yeah right and the, you lost van Noy. you lost some you lost some some veterans on that too but you had a ton of opt-outs uh but yeah i, I mean the only notes i had on this game was that sean is pretty fucking good and someone get this man eric b enemy eric get B-enemy. him some Painting help eric b enemy just get him some help <laughs> get that man an offensive head coach that can scheme him things and he will be unstoppable man Get him some help. The way double sounds right now, I think we need to get double some help. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Speaking of unstoppable, yeah. the Titans, A.J. Brown carried half the fucking defense. Dude, that <laughs> touchdown was <laughs> ridiculous. Holy That was shit. a grown man play. <laughs> he carried half the fucking team, and like three of the people on his back were linemen. He had a couple huge drops during the game, but he made up for it with this fucking beast of a play, dude. Yeah, if anyone listening hasn't seen it yet, you need to watch it. It was one of the best touchdowns all season. Yeah, and I mean, just harping on how we were both wrong all day. I picked them (sighs) the last two weeks. They disappointed me, so I chose not to pick the Titans today, and they fucked me. They fucked me. I you thought Derrick Henry was going to fuck my fantasy day, but he was the only one on the team that was productive for me. But 28 for 133 and a touchdown. That touchdown came in overtime, which was the deciding score in this game. Titans advanced to 7-3. and three. Baltimore falls to 6-4. and four, And the Titans are now tied with the Colts for the lead in the AFC South. And Indiana holds a tiebreaker. Yeah, and not only did they all, did they lose, Harbaugh almost got killed by Vrabel at the beginning of yeah. the game. Yeah, I love that shit. Two coaches <laughs> just go out and they're just talking mad shit before the beginning of the game. Vrabel fucking wins, goes out after the game to shake Harbaugh's hand, and Harbaugh's, Harbaugh's like, nah, fuck you, get out of here. I'm not shaking shit. Yeah, I, I love that kind of shit too. All right, let's move on to uh, a game that um, I don't know if it really matters to Meech, but we got Philly and Cleveland. So how'd you feel about that game, Meech? I mean, it matters to me. I'm a fucking fan, man. I was hoping my prediction would be wrong, and it wasn't. It's so crazy, dude. Like, Miles Sanders cannot stop fumbling the ball in huge moments. We're in the red zone. We just need to get points. You know, it changes the whole complexion of the game if we get points right Right. there. We don't get points right there. He fumbles the ball. And it felt like from that moment on, it just—it was just like God. Why? That's Sanders' fourth career fumble to nine career touchdowns. Yeah, fifth. That was his fifth. 
Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Fifth. I and last week, I think Meech, or maybe it was a, a a couple episodes ago, but I remember Meech mentioning something about how like the Eagles just weren't catching the ball, and that was killing you. So was there any change on that at all today? Once I mean, it was it was too. it definitely Wentz definitely looked worse today than he did. He was missing. He missed some huge throws. We you always have some drop passes, but I didn't feel like right. we were even close enough to getting past the third down this game. You know, last game we kept making it to third down and not not necessarily converting on third down. Today we couldn't even get you know go in on third down. It was so we, it was so bad. Our offense was so bad <laughs> that it didn't matter these drops we had. And then Wentz just was missing people. I mean, he he had a couple of huge wow. misses. He took a safety. He just was holding on to the ball. I mean, there's so much about this team that just makes you crush as an Eagles fan. And in the end. They come close to winning, and you're just like, oh, my God, could you right. play a little bit better at certain times? Like, they're so close to being a decent right. team. Um, Kelsey came out of the, the game at a point today, and you're just like, oh, God, Wayne Johnson weekly comes out of a play. So it just – there was just – it was it was disheartening. It was disheartening as an Eagles fan. Like but, yeah. I said in the prediction last week, you guys did your best Odell Beckham Jr. impression. I thought the Browns would shit on you guys, but you guys shit on yourselves. The <laughs> the run really game did, did really what did. I expected it to do, Chubb, 20 for 114. Hunt got kind of stopped, only 13 carries for 11 yards, but he did have the touchdown. Uh, Cleveland did not miss Miles Garrett being out with COVID. Olivier Vernon filled in with three sacks from the same position. And Meech, Eagles fan, I, I know it's tough. It comes with its highs and lows, but are you ready to blow it up? You ready to blow up this? Uh, I was literally about to ask that question. Out? I was literally about think? to ask you that question. I mean, start with firing the, the coach. I, no, and, and I, I don't think you need to overreact. We did just win a Super Bowl. Not so in the, I mean, it feels like a distant future, but our distant right. Past. How right. much of the players from that team are still there though? Uh, I mean, a fair amount. A fair amount of them are still there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kelsey. Our whole offensive line is still there, um, which was a big reason why we won back then. But um, guy who won, you know, it's not. hard because you can't really blow it up. I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can choose not to re-sign Sanders, and that's fine. He still has. I think he got drafted two years ago, so he still has another couple years on his rookie deal. But you signed Carson Wentz to this massive contract. Right. Last offseason. I mean, going into last offseason when they talked about Dak getting his deal and he didn't, um, that's when we signed Wentz. So, you know, you signed him to this massive four-year deal, and I I thought I had it written down. I don't see it anymore, but I think it was a four-year hundred and something million. I'll, I'll Google it. I'll Google like it. That. Hold, please. Um, so you signed this guy who had who was an MVP before his injury, and then he just – he has just been on a downslope ever since. And it's just, it's not, it's holding onto the ball too long, not making the right moves. I feel like he's kind of hesitant to escape now more than he used to be um, because of that injury. It's a theme uh, you know, with you just, guys, huh? Just downward slope. Yeah, it does, it does appear that way this year. <laughs> but, but yeah. You the can con- talk to about that. I'm sure he knows plenty about downward slopes. What the fuck are you trying to say? Are you referring to my alcoholism? Or are you referring to my no, fandom? Jesus. <laughs> I was referring to your sports fandom. Listen, <laughs> you can say whatever you want about the Mets, and I'll have to take it. I understand that. But don't be talking shit about the Rangers, man. They're on the way up, all right? 
And uh, just so you know, Meech, the uh, contract is four years. I think it was 128 million. So just to throw that out there, so you have uh, your answer. Yeah, that's a pretty steep one. But yeah, dude. I mean, the Mets. Yeah, they're a shit show. They're like a perennial shit show. Like they're always a shit show. But the Rangers, I think, are are making solid moves. That you know, it helps that they've had the draft rigged in their favor. Yes, I'll admit it. It was rigged in their favor. One hundred percent. But whatever, man. They hadn't had a number one overall pick since I think it was 1965 or some shit like that. So shut the fuck up. It's easy to say that when you're a goddamn Bruins fan. Anyway, let's uh, let's. Celtics last number one overall pick died. So. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. I shouldn't laugh. That's terrible. That's terrible. All right, it's becoming a hate circle again, and I just won't have that. So let's move on to the next game, which is uh, the Falcons and the Saints. Meech, would you like to start? <laughs> I mean, Hill Hill did better than I expected. I didn't. I was not expecting much from him, and he didn't do like great in the passing game. He was eighteen for twenty three, two hundred thirty three yards. Okay. Uh, passing. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm taking over. Taking okay. Over your role here. No, I'm just kidding. That's a good point for me. <laughs> but, uh, and then Go fuck he rushed myself, twice for fifty one yards and two TDs. So he was just more of a problem to deal with than anything. Um, and the Falcons just couldn't get anything going either. Uh, the Saints' defense did look pretty solid today. You got a stat for the Saints' defense? Because I do. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, someone's a little defensive. Yeah, take Saints another have... hit, motherfucker. <laughs> take Saints a hit, have... Dubs. Take a hit. Take a bamboo I had... schooner. I had a good hit. We're good. We can smoke beforehand. Got the home homegrown durban poison yeah had only a bowl of it put me on my ass bro i've got this i've got sorry i'm derailing us but i've got this um it's called amnesia haze and it just like it it fucking destroys me dude like i'm like all right i'm just gonna take like a tiny little hit because i don't want to like lose the day and i take this tiny hit and it's like six hours later i've watched like two seasons of reno 911 it's you know it's like 10 (laughs) o'clock at night and i'm like what the fuck happened to my day Anyway, we can get back to the to doubles job, which is a uh, defensive stat. So go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, I it's all right. Eight sacks from the Saints, two picks. Uh, that's the third game in a row they've had more than five sacks as a team. Uh, this defense has been incredibly underrated all year, and I feel like they're just starting to get their due. Meach touched on it. Taysom Hill did his did did his job today. Started him over Winston. I picked up Winston for fantasy. Was hoping he would start. But... Yeah, last last episode we kind of talked about how we all we figured yeah, we that all that was would. yeah that he was going to start. So that's kind of shocking. Right. Also shocking to me was Latavius Murray and Alvin Kamara split carries today, and Murray led Kamara in the rushing game, which was what what were the to me. yeah what were the uh, the like stat lines on it uh they each had 13 carries i believe murray had 54 yards and kamara had like 46 or something like that okay i might be off a little bit but I'm in the ballpark yeah least. that's that's not too like big of a spread though yeah thomas had nine catches for 104 um atlanta julio jones just like didn't play half the game i don't know why <laughs> have more on that no I saw that shit all I, i've got I've, like, I've got nothing there's a picture of uh, Julio Jones sitting on the fucking bench just, like, pouting, and it was, like, Julio Jones yeah. fantasy owners right now. I'll do a quick Google <laughs> while you're running through the rest of the stats. Uh, yeah, Matt Ryan had two picks. The A lot of teams this week couldn't run the ball. There I saw a ton of teams under 100 rushing yards as a team. Atlanta was one of them. They only had 52. Yeah, I mean, a 
lot of these morning games were just not high scoring or particularly interesting at all. I mean, you and you and me had our teams going this morning, so we were into that. But I mean, not a super compelling day for fantasy uh, or high scoring offense if you like that. Morning for you out there on the West Coast, you privileged fuck. Ah, yeah, yeah. Try and beat that one, buddy. Dealing with the goddamn (laughs) cold, dude. Yeah, there's there's nothing. I just Googled it, and there's literally, like, no, there's nothing. An article pops up from, like, like two months ago. He was on the bench, like, a ton. Yeah, an article pops up from, like, September that says he had a hamstring injury, but that was in September, so there's there's nothing, at least now. Maybe we'll know something more, you know, when we do Wednesday's show. Maybe punched a teammate like Michael Thomas. <laughs> All right, wild Matt, probably Matt Ryan for not targeting him in the fucking end zone. All right, well, moving on, we've got uh, Cincinnati and the Washington Football Club. Which... R.I.P. Joe Burrow's knee. My boy, he went down. It was fucking gruesome. I am absolutely in the shitter. I'm so depressed. I mean, yeah, Joey Bats went down. A oh, bad looking play, and that's. Never want to see that. He tweeted out after the game, see you next year. He's done with an ACL, and that Mm. takes any motivation to ever watch the Cincinnati Bengals out for me. Uh, Yeah, right. Joey Burrow gives his team a different look, and without him, they look like they looked last year, just pathetic. Uh, Yeah, big loss, huge loss, and and it's it's you hate to see that one of the truly young talents in the game just get taken out like that, but. Well, we're still on the Bengals here before I get to the Washington Football Club. Yeah. Um, how do you think Burrow will be able to bounce back from a torn ACL? Do you think he's going to be able to start next season? Is he going to come midway through? Is he going to look the same? He was top 10 in passing before the injury today. I mean, I would say it's too early to tell, right? You kind of have to let Well, I, out, I get you know? that, but I'm even just off of like a guess. I think he'll yeah, you mean positing a guess. Right. I, I, I think it'll be strong. I feel yeah. like the quarterbacks that are coming back that that move more are more and he runs i mean he does run but he's more of a pocket guy but he would rather pass if he if he had his druthers to use an old phrase he would (laughs) rather rather pass and so i think he'll be fine that team does have a decent offensive line but like we talked about in the past washington's pass defense is no joke i mean their front seven their pass rush yeah, they had four sacks today. Chase Young didn't have any of those, but he had a ton of pressures. He was chasing Burrow around everywhere on the offensive end of that. Yeah, Alex he stopped made... him from getting a touchdown as well. Yeah, he, he stuffed him hit. at the goal line and made him fumble. I was like, oh, shit. He thought that, like, people probably saw that or that hit. We're like, oh, fuck, Burrow's hurt. And then he bounced one right quarter up. later, he tor- tears his ACL. Yeah. Alex Smith, 17 for 25, 166, a touchdown and interception. That's his first game since coming back. He's thrown for under 300 yards. Uh, Antonio Gibson was the only bright spot on the Washington offense, 16 for 94 and a touchdown. And, I mean, like I said, there wasn't a lot of bright spots on the offense, but they are still able to score 20 points and get the win. Yeah, and uh, I just want to throw this out there when I was watching the game today. Like, the Washington Football Club uniforms today in particular were disgusting. Since this is the uniform episode, I just thought I'd throw that out there. They, I, I fucking hated them, bro. I've never like, liked the, their jerseys. Me though. neither. But, like, recently, like, I do actually kind of, like, like just the number on the helmet. Like, it's kind of okay. dope. But, no, like, the like colors, the colors today, it's like, ew, bro. Like, that shit is nasty, bro. Nick, I would not. I would not buy that at all. But I um, their logo on what else is? I, 
fucking I nasty. Think that their their the letter their numbers on the helmet suck. I w- I would rather have a logo, but they said they it's strongly in the running that this this might be their permanent nickname. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's such a bad idea. It's such a bad idea. Oh my god! Like that. Uh, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Please don't. Yeah, please, please don't. don't. Just go with football club. Like we're speaking it into existence for you. Come on, guys. We're Hard putting it out into have. the ether. Just like pick it out of the ether and and use it. I Washington like football team is so bad. It's such a bad name. It's so it's, bad. It literally just sounds like you fucked up saying it. Like you say it, and you're like, that's wrong. What is it? And <laughs> yeah. you look at it, and you were right. And you're like, what? Yeah. What it sounds like is it sounds like someone who doesn't know the team name. It's mean yeah. like you know, uh, like the the Washington, Washington football, football team. team. You know, like the football team yeah. in Washington. Like, what's their name again? Like that team. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Can we also yeah, just take a, it back it a minute? Like that person at the the Super Bowl party that's asking questions about yeah. some team that they've never heard of before. Yep. Can we just take it back like five minutes ago when Meech said Druthers? Is <laughs> oh, it fucking 1932, dude? Who the fuck are you? I know you're old, dude. but goddamn, get all mixed up. <laughs> I bet he calls the Knicks the Knickerbockers. No, no, okay, that's amazing. By the way, is that their actual name? Like, was that yes. their original name? Yeah, I mean, I don't is. fucking know. I don't give a fuck about the Knicks, dude. Yeah, that is actually amazing. That's a great name. That's a really good name. I don't even what is a knickerbocker though? Like something like pants. I don't like know. Pants. I don't know. Like pantaloons. Yeah, like jopper kind of pants. Yeah, that's like the only guess I could muster. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't fucking know. Well, the next game on the list before we really get to it, I uh, I have a question for double cuz it's the Jets and the Chargers and if I remember correctly on Wednesday's show, you said something double to the effect of if if the Chargers don't win, then our boy Air Bear is out. He's dead, dead. to me. He's yeah, dead he's to dead you. to me if they lost. Well, they won they, today. So do you change that tune? I do, but they went. They took their foot off the brake a little too early. It was like thirty-four to ten or something mm-hmm. at the start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, and I literally wrote on my sheet Jets zero and ten at that point. I was like, no chance. And right. then they started coming back and chipping away and chipping away yep. and chipping away. And yep. it got to thirty-one twenty-eight, and I was like, ah. Uh, I said the same thing, dude. I was like, oh, no. I was like, Air Bear's about to be dead to me. Oh, no. <laughs> but uh, they ended up pulling it out, thankfully. Chargers moved to 3-7. and seven. Like I said, Jets fall to 0-10. Worst team in the league. Maybe one of the worst ever. Uh, Air Bear had fucking 37 for 49, 366 yards, three touchdowns. Keenan Allen balled out for the Chargers. 16 catches, 145 yards, and a touchdown on over 20 targets. So Air Bears dialing in with his number one target. Yeah, um, that's disgusting. The Jets, Flacco, fifteen for thirty, two hundred five, two touchdowns and a pick. Um, the Jets' top three receivers only combined for six catches. Oof. Yeah, as a as a Crowder fantasy owner, I'm I'm pissed off. <laughs> I, I should imagine. have known better because he was Darnold's favorite target, and now that this clown's there, he's not his favorite target anymore. But Good God, 2.6 points kills me. By the way, Knickerbocker is a form of men or boys baggy new trousers. Um, yeah. Also, as the dictionary says, uh, a, a New Yorker. So it's not even as cool as it sounds, goddammit. Yeah. I'm like, so smart, it's scary. 
Jesus. <laughs> and oh so humble. My best trait. But the uh, Chargers had 12 minutes more of possession than the Jets, and I, that's really what sticks out in the stat category for me. Besides Air Bear, yeah, I'm absolutely dominating Flacco. Well, I mean, like category. my my other question about the game when I was watching it because it was one of the few games that I was paying very close attention to for that block was like you're a Chargers fan. Accept I'm, it. I'm not. Was, Accept <laughs> it. I'm and I won't it. and I won't. But my question to you really is like, can you really take can you make any judgments, you know, in favor of the chargers based on this game? Cause like you said, you know, not, but maybe a minute ago, like the jets are the worst team in the league, arguably one of the worst of all time. So to me, it's like, you can't really take like giving, you can't really give the chargers too right. much credit here. You know what I mean? I the only thing I can, like, I agree with you a hundred percent. The only thing that I will give to them is like I said, uh, it's nice to see Herbert and Keenan Allen connecting for 16 catches. Yeah. It's yeah. got the worst defense, but either way, they're looking that way and trying to get him involved. So it's nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely like a, a, a hit in a groove. But other than that, I'm with you. No, nothing nothing gets told there. Yeah. You can't really. Meach, you got any thoughts about it? Yeah. I mean, it, we all predicted that they would win this game. I think anyone did, who said that the Jets were going to win this game was just sadly mistaken. Or a Jets um, fan. No, I, they, even they don't. They don't want to win, and they know they're not going to win. They know. But, they do. Uh, I mean, it's their product that they have to fucking watch every week. But yeah, I mean, it, other than that, no. I mean, it's just it was a. I didn't even watch that game. It was just so bad. I was just like, yeah, God. yeah, for sure. All right, well, let's move on to uh, the next game, which was the Dolphins and the Broncos, and. I have to say, I actually, you know, last time we were talking about jerseys, I was like shitting on the Broncos jersey. I actually like the jersey today. I, I liked clean, it. Bro. Yeah, it, it's pretty clean. I'll, I'll give you that. I'm not a big orange guy, though. So, you know, there's that. But anyway. We went um, through 10 for jerseys. Yeah. I did a little more. I put the Broncos at 12, so I also came back on them a little bit. Okay. Yeah, see, you all guys right. were shitting all over all right. me when I brought that up. All right. Well, we'll, we'll get to the jerseys, Jesus. boys. We'll get to the jerseys. Let's stick to the analysis here. So, uh, Double, you got the stats analysis. on that game? Analysis. Uh, I have some stats, but my high ass didn't write down the score, so I've got everything else. But <laughs> all right, I'll I'll Google the sto- I'll Google the score. <laughs> but while you're doing he's that, googling uh, the stall. The Broncos had multiple turnovers again. We talked about it last week. They had they averaged even more turnovers than Washington Football Club, which is just fucking pathetic. Um, Locke was seventeen for two hundred nine with a pick. Seventeen. I don't know what I did there. I can't read my writing again. combined for 30 carries for 166 yards which i touched on last week they're going to need to do more of because they they ran for under under 10 carries in their last week's game but straight away from that and had 30 between their two backs and that's what you like to see if you're chart or not chargers fan birdie uh the broncos god damn it the score was 20 to 13 broncos by the way yeah, all right. Uh, and on the Dolphins' end, Tua was not playing super great. He was 11 for 20 with 83 yards and a touchdown. He got benched for Ryan Fitzpatrick, who came in and went 12 of 18 for 117 and a pick. Don't know why you make that move. I, I don't know why that's a move you would make. Let this let this kid take his lumps, dude. Like this, yeah. doing this does yeah. nothing for him. I hate when the when coaches do this shit. I agree with you 100. percent I was. 
um, to bring it back to the Rangers, which is going to be my want to do. So, you know, listeners, I apologize. But, uh, you know, last season there was a game where they like benched Capo Caco because he had a real bad penalty. And Larry David of Curb Your Enthusiasm fame went on the radio and was like, you don't think the kid knows he fucked up? He knows he fucked up. Like, just give him a talking to and let him play. Like, he's got to learn the lesson. But like, you take him out of the game. Like, that's fucking stupid. You're just killing his confidence at that point. So I agree with you 100%. You got to let him take their lumps and kind of learn how to like, overcome that you know like deal with the problem move past it you know like that's part well and of in the playing. nfl they become weekly talking points at press conferences they're gonna have to talk about this all week even though right. brian flores said explicitly after the game that two was starting next week it's going to be brought up it's going to be talked about all week long right and instead of just letting the kid deal with a beat down you pull him for what it's not yeah. like they did that much better without him right? and so you yeah. just you're taking away his experience and I just, I hate when coaches do this. And I really thought that they were looking far down the road when they went to him, it was an unpopular decision at the time. They, he's since looked good. So that decision looks a little bit better, but if you're going to think that far ahead, if you're going to think, let's put this kid in there, he's our future. Let's go. Why the fuck are you going to yank him when stuff isn't going his way? Like, that's just how it works in the NFL sometimes. Right. And like I said, like they know they fucked up. Yeah, and, like, they'll know they fucked up. Like, they're not stupid. Like, they got to that level for a reason. Like, they'll know when they fucked up. You know, you can give them a talking to, but I don't think, like, pulling them is the right – I think it kind of, like, kills their confidence a little bit. Like, that's just, you know, again, my opinion. Yeah. um, One more thing with Miami I wanted to ask you guys. Yeah. They they started out the season one and four, came back and won five straight. Right. And now they fall to Denver, who hasn't looked – great the last couple weeks do you Mm -hmm. think miami still has a chance to get into the playoffs i'm gonna say yes Uh, i'm gonna say yes i mean i I think they do uh but uh, i if they don't make the playoffs i I can't think you can look back at this decision but like oh that was a bad decision but when you start making moves like they made where they benched him today you're just like what the fuck is the whole point the whole point was to gain experience so like yep you gotta play the kids man they could very well miss the playoffs. And and I think they might if they keep looking like this. But you're just uh, – I don't even I, – Just I ride to him. I, I the pick of the draft. He's your future. Just ride yeah. to him. I'm yeah. You made know that decision already. Right. You've already yeah. pulled Fitzpatrick and started Tua for three games. Right. Why put Fitzpatrick like back pulled, in? When you pulled Fitzpatrick beginning, you knew he would, was accustomed to doing what he did today. Right. You know? looking decent and then throwing an interception right when you don't need it. And so like you did it for a reason, but yeah, I think, I think Meech kind of like really, I don't know if he intended to, but he kind of summed up how I feel about it. It's like, I wouldn't be surprised either way if they made it. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. And then if they didn't, I'd be like, okay, well I could see that, you know, like it's, it's kind of like, I can't really, I can't really definitively call it, but I can say that either which way I won't be surprised. I do think though, like, if they don't make the playoffs, they'll be like, you know, right there. Like, what do they call that? A fucking, what's the industry term? Double, come on, help me out. Is that a fringe team? Is that the word? Yeah. yeah like, it. that's that's how I see it, man. I call it purgatory. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because that's exactly what it fucking is. It's exactly what it You're is. You're talking about surprises? Uh-huh. Fucking Dallas beating the Vikings. 31-28, Dallas wins. Uh, we said last week, uh, I thought Garrett Gilbert was starting. Not mm-hmm. the case. Andy yeah, Dalton, 22 for 32, 203, three touchdowns and a pick. 
Uh, Zeke finally looked good. He's had a bunch of games in a row under 100 yards, but he went 21 for 103. And Pollard added 60 yards and a touchdown on five carries as well to the Dallas running game, which is really what fueled them to this win. Yeah, well, Zach Martin was back as well, and that that was news that came out late this week, but that definitely changed the complexion of the game, and you'll see that reflective in the run game, I think. Yeah, another thing that killed the Vikings was uh, eight penalties for 80 yards. Dallas only had four for 30. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 27 carries for 115 yards and a touchdown, and Kirk Cousins played really well, 22 for 30, 318, and three touchdowns, but it just wasn't enough. Yeah, I was I was watching that game pretty closely. Actually, it was one of the few that I I don't know why I watched it closely because it like I remember last on the last episode we were like yeah that game's gonna be a shit show. But uh, didn't you? I think you both picked the good. Vikings though, right? I think that was your pick, right? Yeah, it's another pick. We got both got fucking yeah. wrong. Listen, it happens sometimes, boys. You can't win them all, you know. Add it to the list. Yeah, add it to you the list. You know you can win. A Colts versus Packers <laughs> call. One of the few that I got right, so that's why I'm, you know, trumpeting this, you know, victory that I made. Yeah, and that's an important yeah. win for you because now you're ahead in the picks game, I believe, because of that win. Correct. Pretty sure tell him. Yeah, you are. So it looks like Double's gonna be eating that pineapple and ham pizza pretty it's soon. It's thirteen to twelve on correct. <laughs> Fucking relax. Hey, double gift talk. <laughs> also, that's not what's happening. If I lose, I'm not eating that fucking pizza. Yeah, you are, dude. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Come here and down my throat, motherfucker. I'll see you here. Yeah. I mean, it's not that far for me. I'll make the drive. You here. <laughs> Shove it down your gullet, son. <laughs> All right. I mean, you got any stats on the game, Dubs? Or are we going to sit here and just talk shit to each other for the next 20 minutes? I'm cool either I way. Talk shit. I, you want to talk shit? I'll talk shit. But I have stats. Rogers 27 for 38, 311 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. And Aaron Jones and the run game really fucked the Packers today. They had three fumbles and the pick from Rodgers, resulting in four turnovers, and they only lost by three. You cut those out. That's a big fucking win. Yeah, and like when you when we were watching the game, like you know, right before we are podcasting today, um, right. You know, towards the end of that fourth quarter, like you and I both were like, "Oh shit!" Like the Packers could win the game right here, and then they just didn't. I was certain they were gonna win. They were driving. They're looking good. Rodgers was hitting every fucking pass. He was yeah, reading the defense like a book. Yeah, and then they just they couldn't score. They went. As soon as Rodgers takes the field, he just has that look like he's going to fucking do this. Yeah, every single time you're like, God damn it, there he is again. Mr. Relax is going to fucking hammer home this goddamn win. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that gave the Colts the edge was just time of possession. They ran, what is that, 17 more plays than the Packers, and they had 15 more minutes of time of possession. So, I mean, when you have the ball for that long, and like I said, the turnovers didn't help with that case, but Indiana is able to pick up the win, and I touched on it with the Titans game. They now are tied with the Titans record-wise, but they hold the tiebreaker, so they are in the lead in the AFC South. Interesting. Interesting. Now we move on to the uh, fabled preview section. The preview. The preview. Welcome to the preview. The preview. All right, and it's... uh... Love how much this is just gonna be a weekly thing, like <laughs> yep. an episode yep. every single yep. time. It is, man, and I love how much it makes you uncomfortable. All right, so it's uh, yeah. it's the Rams and the Bucks, right? Correct. 
All right, so let's go. Let's go, Meach first. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm going to call the Rams in this game, and I think that it's going to get it done because their D line is exactly what has hampered Brady every time he's lost the fucking Super Bowl. It's the defensive line is just dangerous, and I think you're going to have. I think you're going to have the Rams win, and not because of their defense, but their defense is going to play a big role in limiting the Bucks' offense, I think. Okay. okay. I'm going to side with you on that one. I'm also going to take the Rams. I did go back and forth, though. Uh, last week, the Rams picked up 23-16 to 16 win over the Seahawks. Fuck you, Meech. Don't even bring it up. The Bucks picked up a win 46 23 over carolina last week brady looked great in that 341 three touchdowns uh jones had that 98 yard touchdown and they have scored 30 plus points in three of their last five games and that high-flying offense looked great last week with all of their weapons but bruce arians has said a couple times this week that they they haven't had their bye yet and the team looks really tired he's had to cut back practice times and things like that just to preserve people's energy and that's not what you want to hear your coach say coming into a big game against the Rams. Meach touched on it. Brady struggles with getting, like, when he gets sacked, he doesn't win games. I've watched it my whole fucking life. He's been yeah, sacked when the front times. four gets pressure by itself without yeah, blitzing, you right. can drop back that extra coverage. That is the recipe to beat Brady, and it always has been. Always has been. Brady sacked 14 times this season. Nine were in three games. Uh, lost all three of those games. The Rams are third in the NFL in sacks with 31 from 11 different people, and the leader of that is Aaron Donald with nine. Is he good? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, he's a big part of why I'm taking this team. Just disgusting pass rush. That is the way to beat him, and I think they'll wrap it up on Monday night. All right. Well, that brings us to the long-awaited Jersey War. The dispute. The argument. No, no, you are going first. No, I'm not. You are. You talked all that shit. You go first. <laughs> you are. No, you are. All right, Meech, you go first. Okay. Uh, I got number one charge. Or should hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Or should we all go from the bottom? Like That's we all oh, that was the, before we start. We yeah. All our nines. That was the thing that I was gonna. Are we gonna go from ten to one or one to ten? We need to ten work to this one out. We should have sure. worked this out before we recorded. Okay. Sorry, so guys. 10 to 1, and uh, we all knew Chargers would be number 1 anyway. So I have number 10 as Steelers. I like their uniforms. Um, oh, wow. Way different than me. Way different than me. They're up top for me. They're, like, up near the top. Oh, they didn't They didn't edge out that, that badly. Number 9, I have the Vikings. Uh, I, like I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you do that, but they have oh, I'm, I'm near you there, and they pop. Yeah, and the and that matted helmet, like it's a matte paint, like that shit is lit, dude. I do yeah, like matte helmets; yeah. those are cool. I'll give you that. Uh, then I have the Packers at number eight. Uh, once again, I think the green and the yellow are a combination you don't see together very often, um, and they just pop. Uh, something classic, classically great about those unis. Uh, number seven, I have the Panthers. Um, I think they just have a great uh, black. Uh, Silver and I have them higher. Yeah, I know you like them. I know you like them. 
Uh, number six is the Browns. Uh, something about the Browns jerseys, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I have the Browns at six two. Let's go. I have the Browns at six two. Let's go. The Browns cracked my list too. Yeah, there's something amazing about that jersey, <laughs> and thank God because the fans in Cleveland need something to hang their hat on. Um, <laughs> I put Raiders at number five. They could have <laughs> four. What? Black, silver, sharp. That's all I gotta say. Shit. Uh, Seahawks uh, are at number four for me. Uh, I like uh, the neon mixed with the gray. I don't. Colts as a Dodgers fan, I love Dodger blue. It's it's a little bit brighter than Dodger blue, but yeah. it pops. The blue and the white pop. It, I guess it's a lot lighter than Dodger blue, but whatever. It pops. Uh, and then I have the Broncos at number two. I love the combo: dark blue, white, and orange. I think they just do it so well. Wait, wait, wait! You uh, went from four to two. You went from four to two. Who's you number three? Skipped one, and I know which one you skipped. No, Colts is who I. I said Colts. That was four. Wasn't that was it? four, wasn't it? No, Seahawks was four. Okay, uh, all right, all right, okay. all right. My, okay. my bad. Okay. My bad. Okay. My bad. My bad. Okay. My bad. Yeah. Jump of the gun. Uh, my bad. So four Seahawks, three Colts, Broncos is two, and then Chargers just have. The badass uniforms. I, I, they're the best. They're all. We all know they're. All yeah, the yeah. Best. Chargers is the number, number one uniform. One. Yeah, Unanimous absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I don't agree with some of them, but I have different tastes. I think than you guys. Like, you we guys. Do. Like, I don't like a busy uniform. Like, I kind of like it to be. We've like talked about a uniform color. Yeah, like I was gonna say, so you like shitty uniforms? No, not at all. You're a fucking idiot. Don't talk. What are you talking about? Like some of the greatest uniforms in like all of sports history are really simple. The Chicago Blackhawks is a very simple uniform, and that uniform is okay. But get back to rating NFL jerseys. Let's go. Okay, all right, fine, 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 fine. So at number ten, Double's gonna like this. I because we were doing just the home jerseys for this year, right? Correct. I have the Patriots at number ten. I like the nice. I like the jersey. It's a it's a nice. little if you actually look at it from like this year to like last year, it's a little bit different. Like it's a little cleaner. Yeah, and I actually really like it. It's like it's just like really neat and like really tidy. Yeah, simple colors, but looks, looks nobody clean. does red, white, and blue like the Patriots. I beg to differ, New York Rangers. Moving on, uh, number Again. nine. <laughs> We're sticking with the NFL. Jesus Christ, Bernie. <laughs> All right. Uh, number nine, I actually, you know, this is kind of a shout out to dubs a little bit, but I, you know, in, we did touch on them earlier and yes, the helmets are stupid, but I do actually like the overall like layout of the color. I like the color scheme. Uh, I have the Cardinals. Let's go. I yeah. fucking told you motherfucker. No top 10 shit. Jersey. It is. It, it, no, it is. No, nah, dude. Shit. The thing is, if you break, here's the thing for me that you guys are going to disagree with. The Seahawks are not on my list. The Panthers are not on my list. They're so close. I like the color schemes. I don't like the colors for either of those teams. Like, I don't like that, like, highlighter fucking color that the Seahawks have it the in best. their jersey. That's like, the And I know it's just an accent. No, it's fucking off. not. You are yes, wrong. No, you are not. It looks like a high visibility. Like, the jersey they wore last this past week literally looks like a jacket you that wear when you go hunting jersey. so you don't fucking get shot. It literally Those looks like something jerseys. a cop wears when they do traffic duty. It's disgusting. It's ugly. And I would never fucking buy that shit ever in my goddamn life. Now, this is where Meech and I were kind of similar because, eight, I have the Vikings. I think, he just rolled into it. He was so Yeah, he didn't even give us a fucking chance. Nope. Dude. Fuck you. You're wrong. Because you're wrong. You're because wrong. You're wrong. Why am I wrong? Tell me why I'm wrong. 
They're the fucking the, that's the best Seattle jersey, the all highlight oh green. Everyone God. fucking yeah. loves those it's jerseys. The color rush Seattle jerseys. Yes, no. they're the best. No, it, top you know what it looks like? Here's what it really here's what it really looks like. Have you ever had to pass a drug test and you drink that drink that like supposedly cleans your system <laughs> out? Flush? Yeah, and then you like piss that like neon green. That's what it fucking looks like. And just for that, no fucking way. So moving on, the Vikings at number eight. Because it's it's a plain jersey, but it's dope. And like I said, like we said a second ago, the matte helmets are fucking lit. And then I actually have the Packers at seven, which uh, I don't. I'm I'm with Meech. There's just something about the jersey. It's like I don't know. It's just classic. Meech said it best. It's just classic. Like something about it that's dope. And then uh, at 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 number six is the Browns, like we discussed earlier. I don't know why either, dude. I really don't because I sat there and I, I wrote it down and I was like, really? And then I just kept looking at it, trying to find a reason to hate it. You know, like I was and really I trying. And, and I couldn't. couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. I did the same thing. Yeah, like I was like, dude, this jersey is kind of dope. Like, yes, it does look like a turd, but it is kind of fucking awesome. Like there's something about it. It looks so old school. I think that's like really Seth what it Logan is for me. Right there, Birdie, you said it, it is. It does look like crap, but it's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, no, I, I think what I think what it is for me, and correct me if if you guys disagree. Well, don't correct me, just disagree with me. I think it's because it's so. It looks old school as fuck. Like it looks like a jersey that could have been worn, you know, a long time ago. And Option something C, about something I about agree. that. Yeah, something about that is is. I agree, awesome. But it's also relevant now. I feel like too, like the style doesn't yeah. go away now. Like. There's no, something for cool sure about it though, for sure. Yeah, it's something like kind of it has like almost like a vintage vibe about it. So all right, I, I, all right, I all right, all right. Number, number five. Number five is the Dolphins. This is where I thought I might throw you for a loop. I like the Dolphins jerseys. They made my list too. Yeah, there's like it was right on the bubble of mine, dude. Honestly, <laughs> it's a busy jersey, but like there, I think it's the colors, like in the way they implement the colors. The color scheme is dope as shit. Yeah, it's unique and it pops for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I don't really like the logo all that much, but like just the way the jersey laid out is pretty dope. And then uh, number four, I have the Colts. Uh, because it's just, Me too. it's classic. No, I lied. I'm sorry. The Colts, the Colts is just classic. It's just a fucking sharp Jersey. Like you could, you know, wear it anywhere. Fucking funerals, weddings, you know, Christmas dinner, whatever. <laughs> uh, wear that electric <laughs> blue. I'm just saying, if it was like, if it was like, like my fucking thumb, this guy, I'm just, I'm just saying, bro, if it was like my dad's funeral and like double walked in with like a Colts uniform on, I'm not going to be pissed. I'm going to be like, yeah, shit's dope, you man. Fresh as hell. Yeah. Bro. You look fucking fly as shit. That's dope as fuck. Now there number goes the gutter boy with his fucking Andrew Luck jersey and his dad's funeral. <laughs> and then at number three, I've got the Steelers. Um, because I really, I really love that uniform. Always have like my entire life. I think that's like just fucking, it's simple, but it's fucking awesome looking. And then number two, I have the Raiders. Cause I think the Raiders is one of the best <laughs> jerseys in all of sports. I just do. I think it's one of the best jerseys in all of sports. Like you've been dragging me for bringing up hockey wrong. jerseys, but it just You're is. And then number one, obviously, like we said, the chargers. So that's my list and I'm sticking to it. All right. Does that mean it's me? That means it's you. Let's go. All right. So I'll start with my honorable mention. We touched on it. It just missed we the have list. Ten motherfucker. We have a top ten. Okay. But this one just missed it for me. You both had one that you said just Meech, missed. Meech, this is you mine. can't rush perfection. Yeah. All right. 
Jesus. Seahawks were my honorable mention. They were number 11. Okay. All right. So they weren't even in the top 10. So you came to me with all that hate, and they weren't even in your top 10. No, 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 no. But the color rush jerseys that you're shitting on are phenomenal. We didn't go (laughs) off those, though. We went off home jerseys. All right. All right. All right. You're wrong. Uh, No, no, no. You're right. That's what you said. Anyway, number 10. Okay. Number 10, I got the Dolphins. (laughs) <laughs> they just made the list. They had the orange and aqua just kind of pops to me for some reason. I don't know why. I know people think they're ugly, but it's unique. Yeah, I I like yeah. it. And the white yeah. helmet too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally with you on that one. Number 9, we've got the Bills. Oh man, they almost really? made my list. Dude, they were on my list originally at like number 7 and I took them off and put the Packers on. I like the Bills jerseys too, man. It's simple, but it with fucking works, the, dude. The blue and the white, the white pants will really make it pop. Yeah, it's something about it just fucking works for yeah. me. I'm so glad you did that. For me. It does nothing special. We're not going off logos, but the Bills logo is phenomenal. Oh, it's top tier for sure. Top tier. It's for a sure. top tier logo for sure. But um, number eight, this is one of the ones I came around on. I told Meech last night there was one that you guys shit on me for not liking that I came around on. That was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, yo, let's go. Number eight, for all the reasons you guys said, I changed my mind on this one. There we go. All right, all right. Number seven, we are going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. The whole reason this debate (laughs) started, you guys shit on me up and down for it. And Birdie ends up agreeing with me. Hold on, hold on. I didn't necessarily disagree with you. I just didn't think they were one of the like top ones, and that's what it felt like to me. You were saying like they were literally. Like, I top only five. said they were top ten. Okay, that's maybe maybe so. And all the yelling that was and like all you the walking craziness. it back though. When you said that, that was like you walking it back because you were like, "Oh my god, they're so good, they're so good," and then you were like, "Well, they're in the top ten. <laughs> they're top tier." Top third, top ten. We got. We yeah, that's. He's got a fair point. He's got a fair point, Meech. All right. Yeah, I still feel like it was him walking back his initial statement. So I. Don't and I agree with you. I, and I, 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 as a victory. I agree with you. I agree with you. Think what you want. Fuck y'all. Number six, we got the New England Patriots. My fucking team. We talked about it with you, Birdie. The red, white, and blue. Nobody does it like the fucking Patriots. They changed it a little bit from last year, and I like the changes they made. So they're coming in at the six. Number five? Uh, Indianapolis Colts. I thought they were mm. at four when you were going through your list, but they come in at five. The blue and white, the horseshoe logo on the helmet. They, I, I like the Colts jerseys. Yeah, they're just yeah. clean, easy, good yep. jerseys. Yep. Number four, we've got the Cincinnati Bengals. I almost oh, put them on my okay. list too. I almost they put them on almost my list too. Mine. They were like on the bubble as well for me. Yeah, Cincinnati man. Cincinnati Bengals come in at number four. The Hold on, let me. The black with the tiger stripes. They it it fucks, dude. Let me check my original list because I could tell you they were on there somewhere. Orange and black is just naturally goes together. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's the fucking tiger stripe helmet. Black. Right, like, I hate orange stripes because of so the good. Giants, but yeah, no, the 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 Bengals jerseys look clean. I They're can't find my list. I can't find my list, so whatever. Anyway, number three, Detroit Lions. Mm, I thought really heavily about the Lions, and I was like, at the end of it, I was just the like, light, it's not enough. 
the light blue and the gray. I don't know. It does something. It's just me. bland like it. for me. It's the gray. Calvin Man. Johnson it's the, Jr. jersey. It's too, the gray. So. The gray for me is what like puts me out of it. Like I don't like the gray with the blue and the. It's just it doesn't. Oh, I like it. It's not. I think they're all gray. I think they're all gray. Color rush is phenomenal. I do like that jersey. I do like that jersey too. I'll, I'll give it up for that one. Uh, number two, we got the Panthers. Birdie uh, hates it. Uh, Mate had it on a lower on your list. What was it, nine or eight? No, no. Uh, Panther. Oh, yeah. You know, I moved them back to seven. Seven. All right. Which they started at like four for me, too. But, yeah, no, I just I moved them back to seven. But, yeah, they're, those are clear black and that blue. Yeah, the, the black jersey great. with the blue highlights. See, I just don't I it's, don't like the good. black and blue. Like, it's I don't like it, man. I just I can't get down. Man. Yeah, you're wrong for that. Yeah, yeah whatever. You're, whatever. whatever. You're in the minority whatever. for that one. Whatever. Too. Boo this man. <laughs> boo him. Shower him with booze. Uh, number one, we all talked about it. Consensus Chargers, best yeah. jerseys in the NFL. Absolutely, hundred percent. Well, at least we all agreed on number one. Yeah, it might be. It might it's be. Up there. It's it up is. There. It's hard to pick the best jersey in sports though, because there are a lot of really good ones. There are the a great, lot of really good ones. The great jersey debate comes to a close. It does, and with that, the show comes to a close. So thanks for listening to this episode of Stone Sports. We appreciate it. Uh, you can follow us on social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. It's all Stone Sports Podcast. Anything you want to say before we go, boys? No, I'm good. Just peace. All right, we're out of here. Take care. Peace.